This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. You know, we're going to have to desist and just uh, thank Rabbi Reingold. But, okay. <laughs> Rabbi Reingold will come with a hat. So, I guess I wanted to take, we, we've seen many different ways of what the problems with Hanufa. They seem to be, in a sense, incidental. You create a Chil Hashem, you're not giving somebody to Chacha. We talk about harm caused by Hanufa. I'd like to try to find something that is inherently the problem with Hanufa. It's based on a sefer called Torah Amincha. He was a Talmud, a Rajber, Biakov Skali, and he makes this point. I'll, he makes it briefly because he's going off on something else as a parish's bow. He, he says because a person destroys the two most important attributes of a human being, his koach adibur and his koach hanafshi, speech and koach hanafshi, which is undefined. And I'd like to try a little, a minute or two to get a sense of what it is. If we think about the different, um, the four categories, Hanufa really seems to lag behind in significance. You know, when you, when you say Lashon Hara about somebody, you hurt somebody badly. Leitzanim are cynics. That's very destructive. Frontal attack. You destroy religion, friendships, etc. by being cynic. You lie. You cheat somebody out of money. So, you know, you tell somebody it's this, it's, it's, it costs this amount, uh, it's this amount of, of, of produce, etc. All of those are very directly destructive. A flattery, it's maybe not so tasteful, maybe it's tasteless, maybe it's sort of, you know, working around to get something. But at the end of the day, it doesn't seem to carry any of the destructive features of the other ones. And yet it's lumped together as being something very destructive. It's one of the four. Um, sometimes it's listed as the first of the four, in order Hashmal, Hanofim, Shakronim, Dib, and so on. So I'd like to use the Torah Samincha and understand it a little bit. The um, Rav Hutna, in his first Maimer on Shabbos, um, defines the tefillah that we say in Tikanta Shabbos and Musaf, and, and, and he gives the following explanation of the, of the last phrases. It goes in reverse alphabetical order, and it says, Those who've actually tasted the Shabbos are zocha to life. And also those who love its words have chosen greatness. That part, the first part, makes a lot of sense. If you taste Shabbos, you connect it to life, and so on. The next one is a very awkward phrase that's not clear what it means. It also, and not only those who actually tasted it, but also those who have... Um, who have appreciation for it, who love its words, have chosen greatness. What does that mean? So, again, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit, um, I'm explaining a little bit more, but, but the, the thrust of what I'm saying is his. Animals, like human beings, can recognize physical phenomena. And most often, much better than us. So, seeing light, 
Yes, we see it, animals see it. Um, sound, touch, smell, um, those are physical realities. And everything that, a, that is physical in the world, we and animals have the exact same faculties, and they, most of the time, theirs are much better developed than ours. There is, so when I sell a product, for instance, when I'm giving a product, so how much this product weighs, weighs what it tastes like, um, what it smells like, myself and the animal would be the same in evaluating the product. I see something, um, we have the same exact evaluation of it, or the same exact description in our minds. Now there's the second part. When I sell something, I need to ascribe value to it. How much is an orange worth? How much is, 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 is education worth? How much is this? How much is that? Value is a description of an object that is not physical, but it requires the ability of das, the ability to place some other type of measure, a conceptual measure on something that really has nothing to do with the physical reality, but some other dimension of it. So animals and humans have the exact same ability to grasp the physical reality of something, and animals have zero ability, and humans have the ability to value something. The seven, the six days of Briyas HaOlam, each and every day had another physical element, or more than one physical element, that came into place. And every single Nivra, every single create creature could sense that. The difference between the first day and the second day and the third day and so on are physical distinctions and it's universal. Shabbos and Friday were exactly the same, except for the person who understands value, who understands Shabbos only comes across as value, as content. It's just like a rock, you know, two rocks are the same, but one is worth a million dollars because the way it, the, the, the way it's a diamond and the way it, it, it shines and the way it's shaped and so on. The other one might be the same chemical composition, same carbon, but it doesn't carry any value. Shabbos and Friday are physically equal, but the, the ability to place value on it is where Shabbos is distinct on Friday. And that's why until man wasn't created on Friday, there couldn't be a Shabbos. Because Shabbos has no reality in the world physically. Its reality is by valuing it. He springs a halacha and Hilcha Shabbos. Rafutna's fascinating ability to find in the world of halacha things that would fit with the concept of it. Shabbos, Malacha and Shabbos, if a person carries out a dish from one rishos to another rishos, he's chayev skila, the right circumstances, so on. It's a it's a daraisa. Let's say he he takes out a dish, he takes out a plate, he takes out a plate of chont, but 
the amount of chalt in the plate is less than what you have on Shabbos. On Shabbos, there are very clear um, there are clear amounts of food. It has to have a certain threshold of importance. And so he has a chon plate with one and a half beans in it, let's say. I don't know what the minimal size of chon, we have to ask some of the other people, but what it is. And he carries out less than that. He's putter. Why? Because he has less chon than, than, than the shears. Well, what about the plate? Since the plate is subordinate to the chon, so now I'm putter on it. So let's think about the physical reality. Let, let's feed a computer. Taking out a plate of the regular size plate, six inch plate, is Chayev the Rice, right here. A six inch plate plus one and a half beans, you putter. Why? Because it became a tuffle, it became auxiliary to something else. The concept of Iker and tuffle is to the core of this concept of placing value on something. And that's why Shabbos is unique, possibly, in this, in this area, where the value of the halacha is measured not by the physical reality of something, but by valuation of something. And something, the idea of ikr and tuffle is a concept that a human being makes. So when I decided that this is, I'm serving chont, and I grab a plate to use for the chont, chont becomes the ikr, and this becomes a tuffle. And if I just take out a plate because I need plates, that's the ikr, and then I'm a chayef on it. So Shambhis, when man came into, into this world, he created the concept with man, the concept of value, Iker and Tafel, Chashev, not Chashev, all of those came into being with man. And that's how he learns the Pshat. The people who actually experienced Shabbos, that's Gedula uh, and Zahu. They plugged into life. But the Gamho Ahavim Dvareha, if they anticipate Shabbos, they understand Shabbos, Gedula Bacharu, they have made the choice of great, important, over insignificant. When we speak about a human being's core ability for free choice, the word in Hebrew, it's not quite the way it sounds in English, Bechira, choosing means placing value. It's like Bechira Slibo, you know, it, it means not just a choice that I, I'm free to do either. The ability for Bechira means the ability to place value on things and, 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 and giving it definition. So if we're to ask ourselves, what is the most important thing that a person as a human being does in this world? What we know in our heads hasn't yet happened in this world. But when I give a caption and I say, this is important, this is less important, and this is unimportant, there I've placed the unique human stamp on everything around me. So, if I'm to ask myself, what, in, in, in a bigger picture, what is the most significant religious activity that I engage in this world? It is giving 
Torah, Akadish Baruch Hu, Yiddishkeit, however you want to call it, it's a proper label. When I say this person is worthy of emulation, this is a, a, a big person, then I've made, um, I've created a, a Bechira, a Gedula Bacharu. When I say this person's insignificant, then I've also made a choice. When I, when I distort that, I am distorting the, the core human contribution to bringing HaKadosh Baruch into this world. When I mislabel things, that, then the whole picture changes. So Hanufa, yes, it, you know, it causes people not to repent because they're not going to do tshuva. It causes people to, to look askance at Torah and so on. It misleads people. Those are all damages it does. But if we're to ask ourselves, and this is what I think the, the Torah Samincha means, when we ask ourselves, what is the core issue with Hanufa? It is the, 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 it, in a certain sense, he destroys the world by devaluing what's valuable and making important what's not valuable. Um, as recently speaking, was speaking with a group of boys, and, and someone said it's very important that a, a parent encourage a child when they do something good and so on. Whatever that, that was the tenor of the conversation, and I said, you know, it's a, I agree very strongly. But let me tell you more specifically what that should look like. I said, if when your favorite team wins. You, you dance up and down and jump up and down and, and your you, simchas and you treat everybody to a meal and you don't get upset for two days straight then that's one thing and then when the child comes home after a long year and he's made a siyam on Bamatsiya, Bamakambas and you say, oh great, that's very, very good I'm proud of you that, if you ask ourselves what is the core of what we accomplish with ourselves and with is that valuation and yes, lips are not quite where it's at. It's 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 the it's everything about your expression. The the um, the is of Hanufa goes to the heart of what a human being accomplishes in this world, and therefore, and and it's much deeper than obviously than just lip service. It's it's expression, and learning how to express what's chashav about chashav, and what's unimportant about unimportant, then. Um, that is our forgetting about what it leads to. That is the core of of a person's avoda. Bez Hashem, we're moving towards Shavuos. Um, we Shavuos, and we got the Torah. Giving ourselves, some of us learn more, some can't learn as much. Everyone has their areas of shortcoming in Torah and so on. The more than anything else, the sense of how important is a young tovak Shavuos to us. How important is it? How significant is it? And, and, and is the biggest uh, statement that we make that really puts its mark on everything around us? We should be zeichah be'ez Hashem that the Tremer Chaim Zohu is certainly a bracha we should strive for. But even before we get to Tremer Chaim Zohu about Torah, about everything Ruchnias, 
we should be zeicha to the the gamar avin We should at least feel strong enough the, the the sense of what's right and important and good, so that we express it and we give value to what's valuable, and and we don't give value to what's invaluable. That is probably the opposite of Hanufa is the the gedula b'charu, the ability for us to take what is good and important and give it its rightful place in our lives. That's all. <laughs> Thank you for coming.